What time is it? 5.37? It's 5.37, yeah. Oh, That's good. True. Oh, good. I'm glad we synchronized our clocks. <laughs> Otherwise, we're going to have a lot of trouble on this spy mission. Good evening, everyone. This is the Doom to Fail podcast, and today we are talking about Halloween. Also, my name is Tim Dobbs, and with me is Catherine Kroger. The ghost of Catherine Kroger. Oh, no. You died. <laughs> How did I let this happen? Why am I laughing at my death? That's horrible. No, that's, I think that means you're, you're that's, uh, that's acceptance. That's, you're well adjusted, really. I mean. That's true. For a ghost, I'm pretty well adjusted. <laughs> that's true. I thought, I thought you being a ghost meant that you didn't, you like had unfinished business, but it really seems like you're, you know, doing pretty well. No, it's, it's just like I have to do a little bit of overtime in life. Oh, I see. I'm fine with it. I've come to terms with it. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I have to put in the few extra hours, make sure it gets done right. Sure, yeah. No, I think, I mean, that shows a real dedication to the effort. It's not about the hours on the clock. It's about the project when it's done. And that exactly. that is why I hire ghost consulting services for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Casper and Sons. <laughs> They're great. All right. We're getting a little off track here. <laughs> um... This is our Halloween discussion, and it sprang forward because I said that I really, really do not like dressing up for Halloween parties. And I take it, uh, knowing of you what I do, that you, you would disagree with that. Yeah. Yeah. I really like dressing up. You're big into it. Part of your no. <laughs> really? Do you ever just dress up, <laughs> just you? Just like, you know what? Today feels like Catherine has a daisy day. <laughs> No, but it's it's kind of like, because uh, that's not socially acceptable, and I'm all about what's socially acceptable. You know me, in the bars of society here. Not like the bars, bars that society. you drink at, but like I'm within the cage of society. Does that make oh. sense? Oh, that metaphor got a little twisty on me. We could do it both. Why not? I'm in all kinds of bars. There's so much social judgment going on in the bars of society. They're just <laughs> like being in the bars of society. Anyhow, no, it's akin to saying I'm going to wear blue eyeshadow today for me. Um, wait, is that not okay or blue eyeshadow? No, that is, is okay. Acceptable? Okay. That's, that's an example of how, you know, you can do something weird that's socially acceptable. That's, for me, akin to dressing up in a costume. I'm losing track. You won't wear blue eyeshadow on any given day, just Halloween? No. Okay. What I'm saying is, I will wear eyeshadow on any given day, but I won't dress up as, oh, say, a parrot on any given day. I'll just do that on Halloween. Because it's but too I think much. There's... But that's a great image. <laughs> <laughs> there's some commonality between the two. I see. You, you, I mean, is it about you, like, stepping into another person's, uh, being someone else? Really seeing, trying that on for size? Um... You know, I don't think there's a lot of, at least for me, I know everybody has different reasons for dressing up, but for me, it's all about the process. Mm-hmm. And so it's just sort of a hobby, you know, costuming or, it's like a cosplay. Oh, man, that's a whole thing. I, I started researching all this and I saw that section and went, no, that's going to, that's going to be much too deep. We need to save that for another one. Yeah, let's do a whole conversation on cosplay. I, I would love to do a whole episode on... I would love to do a whole, like, year on cosplay and just getting into that. 
Okay. So when you say it's like a hobby, do you mean like the technical merits of costuming? Like you like thinking about the details that you would put in? Yeah, or the techniques. Like hmm. what's the best technique to put on eyeshadow to look like? Uh, what's an example? Why do you keep going to eyeshadow? I have no like connection with that. I cannot identify with you when you talk about okay. eyeshadow. Um, I get that it's a thing. Leather bracelets? But... You're not into the guys wearing leather bracelets thing. No. Leather bracelets. <laughs> I did my, um, I think we talked about this one time. My, my little brother made me, who doesn't exist from last episode, <laughs> uh, my little brother made me a, um, like a rope bracelet. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Theoretical rope bracelets, yeah. I wore that for a little while because I thought it was a nice gift and I wanted to at least get some use out of it. Right. Uh, but, yeah, beyond that, I think you told me it was kind of a D-bag thing to do. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, uh, well. <laughs> um, oh, it kind of is, but, I mean, you should have that right. Hmm. I mean, that's just an opinion. Well, but but opinions are what drive... Uh, social acceptability right it's a uh it's an emergent it's an emergent feature all of our opinions together form the large network of social acceptability yeah but as for uh as far as my opinions go as if our bridges poll taught us anything i am wrong (laughs) (laughs) well no but i was wrong there by the way listeners uh the bridges poll is still open on facebook so go to our webpage and please vote on whether you think bridges are interesting because i am not getting the data i want out of that poll <laughs> putting that in my notes i want to tell you why i don't like wearing costumes okay tell me. i'm going to do it in story form so gather oh, around the campfire okay. get this your popcorn be ready uh mm-hmm. it's not that interesting. but so i was invited to a Christmas party, not a Halloween party, but a Christmas party by a girl I really liked. This was a while ago, in, in my younger days. And it was a girl I liked, and I was like, yes, I will totally go to this party. Right. And then I was told that it was a Christmas pajama party, and I was less into this. Oh, my goodness. Is this really what made you hate dressing up? I'm no, sorry. No, 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 but it's, it's an example of why. I don't like it because i was sitting there first off i do i do not own christmas pajamas because people don't own christmas pajamas anymore Mm -hmm. do you do you Mm -hmm. have christmas pajamas no i'm actually looking into buying an ugly sweater specifically for an ugly sweater party exactly now i gotta buy ugly sweaters which is what i ended up doing because i was sitting there thinking oh man i don't have christmas pajamas i could wear my normal pajamas but they don't exactly match that's why they're pajamas i just they're for sleeping in. No one sees them. And I thought about it for a while and went, I do not want to meet new people in pajamas. That's so gross. Like, why? I mean, you're not actually sleeping in them. No one actually sleeps in Christmas pajamas. That's why there are no Christmas pajamas. All right. I'm making a note. I want to check into whether these exist. <laughs> um, I mean, we can check this out right now <laughs> if no, you really want. Later, later. This is okay. this is the advantage of of, of the podcast. Uh, all right, all right. So, uh, so basically, well, what do you mean? Why not? Why wouldn't I want to meet people in pajamas? Because they're not flattering. Do you know why we have dress shirts and blazers and things that look fantastic? It's because yes. they look fantastic. We have spent yes. centuries figuring out what looks good on people. It's what the same reason we have blue eyeshadow. Because <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> See, now you're talking my language. Let's talk about charcoal gray blazers. Mm. Mm. 
but that's the thing. Like, I get what you're saying about, um, like, why it's fun to dress up and to, like, go through the process and figure out what looks good. But I want things that look good. Costumes don't look good. And my ego is so fragile as it is. I know. I know. You have a very fragile eagle. Eagle. <laughs> Your eagle is very oh, fragile. No. no, I'll help you in a minute. I'm, he he hurt his leg. He was flying around. It was. I'm I'm really sorry about this. <laughs> really, I had always thought your eagle was a paraplegic. <laughs> he's so fragile. He's in. Oh gosh, he's in an adorable eagle wheelchair. It's like an electronic wheelchair. He can kind of move his wings. To, oh, this poor eagle. It's anyway, Stephen he's Hawking sweet. cawing out of. <laughs> I, I'm gonna go take care of my eagle, and we'll be right back. Okay, we are back, and do you do do you want to follow up and finish up this costume discussion? Because there's so much more to talk about with. This oh my god, there's Halloween. so much more that I really want to talk to you about when All it right. comes to costumes. Uh, you have the floor. All right, so there's also I know I, I get what you're saying about like I don't want to meet people in something ugly because it's ugly, and I want to show people my best side. But I think there's also an advantage to. Showing people your worst side first. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because then you really get down to business pretty quickly. <laughs> I gotta tell you, this is my side. This is what I show people. I'm just straight ahead. Oh, oh no, I know you are. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you know, I don't think Christmas pajamas are for you, but maybe a Vesno shirt party? I was on board with that. <laughs> When did, I just did, did I, when did I found... tell you that? We didn't come up with that concept separately, did we? No. Okay. No, no, no. I've been carrying it with me for almost three years now. I'm glad of all the things <laughs> that we've shared with each other, that has stuck most. <laughs> uh, Yeah, no, no. I mean, you're right. I mean, maybe it does just come down to, for me, I just don't want to look undignified. Well, but Vesno shirt looks pretty undignified. Maybe I don't like being uh, wearing uncomfortable foam things. I don't know. No, that's fair. I think you just gotta find. I think first of all, costume events need flexibility. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. Because that allows room for creativity and to wear something that you want. I think one disappoint. It was a disappointing part party, but it was a good idea. Was the uh, what was it? The namesake party where I you showed those. up. Like, dressed as something that was representative of your name. Like, you were Tim Gunn. Yes. That took me a long time, though. And it's it's because I don't like trusting, putting a lot of effort into my costumes. Well, we just bought you a gun. It was perfect. Yeah. I mean, well, that was good, we but... bought you a marshmallow gun, not a real gun. <laughs> uh, which, I am still sorry to your friends for getting marshmallows all over their house. Well, it's on record now, so yeah. they well, can't say anything. What are we going to do? And if they don't forgive you, then we know they don't listen, unless they're no longer my friends. Um, so flexibility. I, I, I made a note here in my notebook. Uh, Catherine's rules for costume parties. Flexibility. Flexibility. So, for instance, uh, it shouldn't be a let's all wear cardboard boxes from 
expensive Sony products, perhaps, because maybe your <laughs> guests can't afford expensive Sony products or don't feel like digging in the dumpster for expensive or Sony products. I don't want to wear boxes. a damn box. I There's mean, that's so the many first reasons. thing that pops into my mind. Also, these are these are my rules for hosting a costume party. Okay. Not for going. A totally different set of rules for going to it. Sure. Do you want to start that party. list or? No, no, no. I want to stick with the hosting list because I feel like the hosting is much easier to screw up. All right. Well, so flexibility. That's one. Flexibility. What else you got? Uh, creativity. Actually, these are very similar lists now that I'm thinking of it. Okay. Well, that's fine. Creativity. So <laughs> maybe not, um, I don't know. What's a non-creative costume party that wouldn't be okay? Christmas pajamas. <laughs> yes. Well, and then also forces you to go out and buy something just, and it wasn't flexible either. That's stupid. Mm. Those people were nice. I feel like the whole thing would have been a lot better if I hadn't had... No, here's what happened to finish up this story. (laughs) Was I freaked out and went, I'm not going in pajamas. This is not happening. (laughs) And so I went and bought an ugly sweater. And I wore an ugly sweater and jeans because, damn it, I look good in jeans. And then I was outcast from the party. And it was a little awkward. Like, they tried, but they you could see in, in their eyes. You could be like... Well, well, I'll throw the dude who didn't have pajamas a bone and talk to him. Well, you know what it is, is that they looked at you and they're like, oh, so you're too good to look like an idiot in front of strangers, are you? They weren't, they weren't all good friends, though. I was an outcast to begin with. I have a story about meeting new friends. Please, tell me. Um, so, I guess my group of friends in college decided I wasn't going to this for some reason. I think I went home this weekend or something like that. But um, they decided they wanted to do like a porn night. (laughs) Wine and cheese and porn was kind of the theme. (laughs) I just... (laughs) I mean, no, I I think that is great, but it's such a like hipster college thing to do. (laughs) Yeah, no, exactly. I mean, it was freshman year, so it was like at the height of like... Especially. I'm really cool. Hey, guys, we can watch porn and it'll be ironic. Yeah, Sorry. that was exactly what I like your friends. Go on. I mean, you know, well, I, we're, we were all different people now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyhow, um, one of my dearest friends, I'm going to say his name, my dear friend Nick, <laughs> hi Nick, if you're listening, showed up at this party, like for the first time she was invited by my dear friend Julie, shout out. She invited Nick and she's like, hey, some of my friends are having this like thing. Do you want to go? And I think she was like super vague about what it was. And he shows up and it's porn night with wine and cheese. And he's like, I am really, I don't know how to deal with this fact about you that I've just learned near stranger. And he's like now a, a great friend of all of us, though. So I guess my question for you is how do you overcome a Christmas pajama party? That's a great question. So, from whose perspective? From uh, uh, well, I'm uh, interested in your perspective. No, no, but like the the outcast who's like showing up and suddenly th- thrust into this world that they did not uh, realize they had to be a part of, or the outcast, you, yes. Okay, <laughs> that's that's a, a an NBC drama serialized drama I was on after the Pretender and the Profiler, briefly. <laughs> Profile, er. <Lur. laughs> I'm running out of syllables and I'm trying to save them. Um, how to deal with that? I mean, you know, my solution would have been just keep hanging out with those people and kind of muscle through it and be nice and smile. You know, I mean, once you get past the, the artifice that is the costume, then they're all just people and they're all nice. 
So maybe perhaps this is the problem. Aha! With costume parties, is that is that they they put up walls. These themes they put up walls, right? They don't just uh, allow us to make connections with one another. They instead reinforce connections that already exist and limit others. Aha! They, but they're conversation pieces. Yeah, it's a little. It was an iffy theory. Uh, <laughs> Like that namesake party that we went to. It was, um, you know, like you immediately are like, oh, let me try and guess your name based on what you're wearing. That's true. Yeah, there were some guns. But the other problem, though, was that a lot of people had at that particular party, some people did a very great work. You know, it was a good conversation piece and it was creative and exciting and it looked good. Other people were like, yeah, I just reused the Halloween costume and made up some bullshit about how it had to do with my name. Or like me, where I just bought a toy marshmallow gun. Or like me, where I just took a yogurt lid and clipped it in my hair. Yeah, well, lucky for you, you are you have a unique last name. Well, yes. Where does that come from? Is that like... Is that Yiddish? Where's that? What? <laughs> it's Hungarian? Hungarian. It means rooster. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. All right, did we come to any conclusions? Um, costume parties can be a force for good or a force for evil. Great. All right, we'll be right back. Catherine's rules for hosting and attending a costume party. Step 1. Flexibility. If you're hosting a costume party, ensure that the theme is broad. For example, if you're looking to celebrate the new film Cloud Atlas, the theme, Things That Begin With Tom and End With Hanks, isn't going to be as fun and interesting as Things That Rhyme With Tom or Hanks. If you're attending a costume party, don't show up to the Tom Hanks rhyming party dressed as Cher, unless you can think of a clever adjective to describe Cher that rhymes with Tom or Hanks. Step 2. Creativity When hosting, a creative theme is important. A simple wear any costume party is for Halloween only. Every other day of the year requires a creative theme that allows guests to be creative in their own right. When attending, know that the more creative effort you put into your costume, the more friends you'll make. End of story. Step 3. Civility. When hosting, allow different interpretations of the theme as it suits your guests. If someone shows up to your Tom Hanks rhyming party with cat ears and claims to be Skimbleshanks the Railway Cat from Andrew Lloyd Webber's Tony-winning musical Cats, don't tell them it has too many syllables. When attending a costume party, wear a costume. If your host hasn't upheld these standards of flexibility, creativity, and civility, that doesn't mean you should sink to their level. These have been Catherine's rules for hosting and attending a costume party. All right, I had good notes about Halloween, so I want to talk about it. Okay, let's talk about Halloween now. Okay. Okay. Growing out of the conversation for costume parties, costumes in general, do you know what the history of trick-or-treating is? Oh, I heard it like a week ago or something. I don't remember it now. It is the season, I guess. 
for for tidbits about Halloween's history. Well, okay, so the whole thing's just blown up from this big tangle of a mess of mythology that is things that come from the UK and Ireland, because it's Celtic or stuff th- mixing with Christian stuff, mixing with Romans, you know, it's... Um, or my impression was things that come from Christians trying to convert people. Yeah, essentially. We, you know, we got a lot of cool folklore that way. That subjugation of entire peoples really did turn out to make some pretty interesting culture. Thanks for your sacrifice, most everybody old. <laughs> Uh, we have a terrible history. It's so disappointing. <laughs> you betcha. So, trick-or-treating comes from uh, a Scottish tradition of guising, which sounds to me like future made-up slang for disguise. Okay, yeah. Anyway, uh, and the idea is it has something to do with begging for things, and you would go, and then it kind of transformed into something more fun, and... Eventually, it got to be like you would show up and do like a little show or perform like you'd memorize jokes ahead of time and then tell them some jokes and they'd give you a treat. So it'd be like getting a tip. And you go door to door and do that, right? Yeah. You go around, you go around the village. That's crazy to me. What's that? That like fall through like January, everybody super duper old was just like, let's walk around and try and convince people to give us free stuff because you have Christmas caroling. And these are just going back to back. <laughs> That's true. Well, so let me let me let me lay this out for you then. All right. So we got Halloween, and it's this big like uh, bacchanalia harvest junk thing. Then 1900s roll around. Church says like, "Hey, dudes," or maybe not even the church. The culture at large says like, "Hey, man, let's not go crazy. Let's just make this like a nice little children's holiday." And I love the the Wikipedia said specifically uh, to keep teenagers out of trouble. It was like, well. <laughs> They'll stop destroying our homes if we just give them candy. <laughs> Which is the best because it goes from begging to... Um, Protection candy? Yes. Like mafia? Should we blackmail? Should we beg? I don't know. We got to get candy somehow. <laughs> uh, so then it goes and becomes this holiday for children. It's promoted as a way to keep kids off the streets. And but they're going onto the streets. Yeah, but I guess with not with knives and st- I don't know. None of it makes with any sense. With fewer knives, at the very least. Prop knives. <laughs> um. So then, naturally speaking, you know, as adults, no one wants to just like watch other people party and not have a party yourself. And so adults get bagging in, and that's how we get to costume parties, as we discussed at length. And so here's my plan. You already talked about this whole stretch of thing we do from. You know, the first leaf changing color all the way to the new year, where it's just kind of like constant parties and getting ready for parties and just like dealing with stuff. Like, you're you, nothing gets done between now and the new year. Do you think that's yeah. accurate? Oh, uh, yeah. I have a theory. I think it's because a lot, of, I mean, at that time, a lot of people are just sort of busy surviving. Mm. And because, like, you don't have anything to plant. You don't have anything to harvest. Everything's dying, so you're kind of bummed. Probably some of your kids are also dying. <laughs> you might as oh. well just try and take your mind off of it. So you're talking about in history, or are these like neighbors of yours? <laughs> oh boy, I tell you the world today. Um, no, I'm talking about history. Okay. So let's just stick to that. Yeah, that makes sense in, in the agrarian tradition. Well, here's, here's my proposal. Okay. We redraw proposal? the holiday map. I mm-hmm. think I think we've let stuff 
tumble up in this in this old timey tradition of it's cold. I'm not going outside. Let's just drink. Uh, and so now we need to, we need, we need to stretch things out a little. Okay. So here's what we do, and it's simple. You take your Thanksgiving, you you demote it. You say, you know what? Thanksgiving is now a Memorial Day style holiday. We're we're, we're happy to have the long weekend. Maybe we'll go out, like hang out, you know, enjoy it. We're not we're gonna, we're gonna celebrate. have a lot of unhappy, hang unhappy on. fat people. I'm still going. Okay, okay, I'm still okay, going. okay. Okay. So that's a bad now, way to start off. <laughs> you, you give them the bad news first, and you work them up. Foot in the All door, right, or right. what is what is it? Foot in the door, or door in the face. I'm going door in the face. Door in the face. Okay. Yeah. Um, Doors in your face. You still get to have a meal. I mean, people, you know, it'd be like having a cookout except to be inside. You'd have some people over. You watch the football game. Stuff like that. You wouldn't. I know. But then, all right, you're right. You're right. I've got a lot of angry fat people on my hands here. Yeah, you do. I step that back to Halloween, and I make Halloween a legit holiday. Halloween is now like a holiday where you, you get to go and see your family. Like, I live across the country from my family, and I would fly home for Halloween. And you have, like, a, a real legit harvest festival, you know? Really? Okay, what do you do on this harvest festival? Is there still trick-or-treating, or...? You know, I was thinking about that. And, yeah, I think so. I, I don't I don't want to take that away from people. Do you do it with your family? Like, your whole family goes out and begs from candy? Then who's at home giving out candy? Well, so, in, in a situation like... Do you draw lots? You draw like, lots. as a community? No, 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 no. <laughs> Wait, wait. That is this. Is this the, is this the lottery? The one where one person, one uh, child gets stoned to death every year. That short story by Shirley Jackson. Yeah, it's like that. Except one child has to stay home and give out candy every year, and then is stoned to death ritually. Got it. I can't believe this holiday. This new holiday plan isn't working. No, no, no. So, so no. Okay. So uh, I'll lay it out for you. So it's the it's the night before Halloween. I'm taking a plane. I go home. I see everyone, there's hugs, you know, it's Halloween, we wake up, we go, oh, happy Halloween, oh, happy Halloween, Tim, great. We go out on a nice long family hike, for instance. That's something I would do with my family on a Thanksgiving. Um, All right. And then... Is there arguing? Is this like Thanksgiving-style arguing? Because there's, there's a lot of that at my family. Hey, I'm sorry that I love my family and you don't love yours, but here we no, are. No, we love each other, like, to death. <laughs> um, yeah, no, there'd be arguing for sure. Okay. It's, okay. Okay. It's this is it, it would be very much like a Thanksgiving style holiday, except there's a little more going on, because okay. then uh, maybe you have a large dinner around mm-hmm. uh, yeah one or two p.m. You know, whenever you have yours, you can so have then, in the evening. Are you busy being thankful on Halloween instead of Thanksgiving? No, I think you'd be thankful on Thanksgiving. Okay. There's still time. It's still you can still get a three day weekend. You can, but stop not and, with your family. You you can see your family, but I'm just I wouldn't fly home for it. That's all. Okay, so this is like your ideal holiday holiday plan that you're just trying to pitch. I think to those around you. Okay, I understand <sighs> now. I cannot believe how rejectionist you are being. You're being so difficult with my great holiday plan. Um, and then okay, and then after dinner, uh, you know, we get the tots dressed up. There's no mm-hmm. tots in my family, um, but. You get the tots dressed up, and the, dogs. the parents will go out with them, maybe the grandparents, it depends if they're up to it, and then everyone else kind of hangs out, cleans up from dinner, uh, okay. and then we all come home, and we all sit around, and, uh, I don't know, worship the pagan gods. <laughs> you know, we have a nice evening together. We watch a movie, we play a board game, and then it's the next day, and we, we go home. And what then, are the Jehovah's Witnesses doing? Uh, the same thing they do every day? 
Okay. Okay. I just wanted to see what see what's up with the Jehovah's. Maybe they're like going to, to a Chinese restaurant. I don't know. With with my people. <laughs> yeah. That's a thing, right? Like well, I was trying to figure out the other day why that's a thing. I, it's just cuz that's what's Christmas open, story. right? Yeah. And there's and nothing else to Christmas do. Christmas story. Yeah. Why don't you just stay home and watch a movie? Cuz we don't want to cook. Like ever? No. I mean, it's like Thanksgiving and it's supposed to be like a special day, so you might as well go out to dinner. <laughs> Man, Christmas <laughs> is weird. Um, <laughs> All right, so what are you going to do to Christmas then? No, I'm not going to touch Christmas. It's weird, okay. but I don't, I can't get into it. It's, it's too much. What it's about too, Kwanzaa or Hanukkah? Too much of a tangle. I, I let all these be. I think I think the December holiday, holiday season is fantastic. I think it's exactly what we need. Okay. Do, do you agree? I think I think and really. New Year's is okay. Yeah, beginning of December and this whole crazy push through New Year's. I think that's great. It's a refresher. After New Year's, you wake up and you're like, "Oh man, now I gotta like get back to work." I think it's okay to have a whole month where like you don't really just everything's nuts. I think that's fine. What I don't okay. like. What is... are you gonna do to my birthday, which is not too long after that? <laughs> <laughs> I did not realize I had permission to change your birthday. I have <laughs> I have so much research and notes to do. I. So much to be done with that. Because <laughs> that's also part of my holiday season. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. I buy it. Um, did, did you ever? Do you ever get the double uh, birthday gift? Do you ever get? Uh, here's your Christmas and birthday gift, Catherine. Yeah. Oh, that's the worst, right? Eh, nah, gifts aren't really a thing in my family. I mean, they're like we give each other gifts, but like, it's kind of like. I saw this thing and I thought of you, so I bought it for you here on July 1st. Oh, see, that's nice. I, I think that's an appropriate way to deal with gifts. Yeah. Glad, I'm so glad we agree there. Yeah. No, so I agree. It's weird to just force things like, oh, I don't have any good ideas right now and I have to buy something. So here's yeah. something you don't want. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's see. We're moving uh, Halloween or Thanksgiving. Halloween's kind of You're moving. Swap. And then uh, <laughs> I am not sold. no more gifts. I think that's the two things I got. Okay. No more <laughs> wait, gifts. Wait, 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 wait. But I don't want to move this, is this, this Thanksgiving. Like, what, 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 no. Is this, no. Why is this such a bad idea? Because this way we still get, we get to, str- we get another great big holiday to like really celebrate and do it up. But it's a little farther away from Christmas. Things just aren't stacked so badly. Why is that so bad? Well, maybe we could have like a Canadian Thanksgiving. I like how Canadians do Thanksgiving, just like earlier in the year, middle of October type of thing. Oh, so you're, yeah, no, I like that too. So what I, I what it really is is that you you're a protectionist about Halloween. You don't want to change it. Exactly. I I, see. Halloween is kind of like a a friend holiday, uh-huh. like a go maybe out on the what... town holiday, not a. Sit how do, home and how do you feel about St. Patrick's Day? Holiday. What? How do you feel about St. Patrick's Day? I never know when it is, ever. It's the 17th! I think it's in March, and what? I'm not sure about that. That's, I mean, so if we say Christmas and 4th of July are, are uh, antipodes, then, then so is uh, St. Patrick's Day and Halloween. They're every six-month holiday. You don't even get a day off for it. It doesn't even... You don't get a day off for Halloween. Sucker. Well, in my heart, I get a day off for Halloween. <laughs> my heart is... Halloween's my favorite holiday. Well, hold up. Why, why, why do you like this friend holiday, but not this other friend holiday? They're effectively identical. <laughs> because the costume rules are much stricter for St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> it's true. Wear green or else we pinch you, which is bullshit. 
by the way. Right? I hate it. Number one rule of hosting a costume party, and this is a worldwide costume party, flexibility. Broken. What? Well, maybe now you see sort of how I feel about having to dress up for Halloween and why I am not for it. It's because I feel forced upon. They're, they're making me do things and I am punished if I do not dress up in some way or another. But I'm so lazy. you like St. Patrick's Day then? No, not really. Okay. I know you hate fun, so that doesn't really surprise me. I like dignified fun. <laughs> There's no reason we can't sit around, drink a martini, and talk about books we like. Unless we're illiterate. There, there are some reasons, and I'm sorry I keep bringing that up about you. Ah, <laughs> <sighs> uh, all right. Well, this this ends our big holiday episode. I think it ends in anger, like every holiday. <laughs> As most, I respect your Halloween. I still think we should. We we ought to. We ought to step Thanksgiving back, and I don't know. Thanksgiving could be a friend holiday. What's wrong with that? Because you gotta, like, go home and make your family happy. But you wouldn't have to. You would have already done that. You're not even buying into my concept. I don't like it. Why don't we just... That's it. I'm ending the podcast. Goodbye. No. Goodbye. Hey. No. (laughs) You could have your stance. My stance is for Canadian Thanksgiving. That's not bad either. Let's... All right. At least we have our poll this week. I can't find my pen, so you're going to have to note it down. (laughs) I shouldn't have thrown it. (laughs) Doom to Fail podcast. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.